On February 13th, the Schenectady City Council planned its vote on the resolution to support the New York State Clean Slate Act, which would seal criminal records for employment and housing after several years of good behavior. The council heard first from the public, beginning with Claudia Kavanaugh. Tonight you're going to be voting on the Clean Slate bill that's being proposed in legislature. I hope that you consider the employers and property owners when you're doing this. Um, in reading about your Clean Slate Act, I didn't read the categories where you were not going to add. You know, I could understand like small pot offenses or something like that. But you have some very serious people who were incarcerated and they've been paroled or um, and trying to get their lives back together. That's fine. But I do think that in order to have a society where people, you know, have informed consent, if I have property and I want to know who I'm renting my property to, and I'm not the only one who feels that way, and it's not being mean to anyone, or, but you, 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 when you make decisions in life, you have to live with your decisions, even if they do mean incarceration and you are a lot, you know, freed later or whatever. I, I just hope that at some point that you guys get passed, and I'm so tired of every single time I read an article about the city council, it's black people, white, black, white. I have never in my life heard so much about race in my life as I have since this council. I, I, I gotta tell you, I was born and raised in this town. Think about something that benefits the entire city. Next was Anthony Alexander. I'm a parent of seven, but I raised more than seven of different races, different nationalities, because that's how my grandmother raised me. I give a damn about the people and I give a damn about these kids. I don't been to prison. And I'm in a situation now, I'm in that catch-22. If I get an apartment where I'm at, it pays a substantial amount of money. But DSS only gives 378 to get a place to live. That still leaves me homeless if I get a job. We all here for a common cause. Guess what? I mean some of this stuff for clean slate. I mean some of this stuff. You ain't got to agree with everything, but some of the stuff, okay, one step at a time. Let's get the foot in the door so all of us can have a chance to get a job so we ain't got to worry about if I get a job, I'm homeless the next day. Councilman Carl Williams addressed his vote. It's important to not allow our fears to be at the detriment of others who have already paid their cost for their transgressions. And I would like to be very clear that it's not taking what they did to end up at their current predicament or stance in life lightly. That's to understand that there was a cost that the expectation to be eligible for this uh, legislation item is to be paid in full with continued service. So for me, I wanted to point out a situation that happened with an individual that just came to uh, the rail where it's an assumption was made about me and what I'm not doing. I have the opportunity to respond or provide more context, but how often do individuals have that opportunity to have a similar conversation where they can truly speak to what they've done and how rehabilitative they are? More times than not, that, that opportunity is not given. And as individuals that are advocating for the betterment of all individuals in this community, if we hear of a process or a procedure that is not effective or not working, it is our responsibility, it is our obligation to take a moment to pause, deliberate, and understand what can we do to improve the functionality of something that is already in place. So I'm proud to say that I'm in support of this, 
and I look forward to the efforts that us as a council can continue to do to address the needs of this community. Council Member Palomini. Where's the clean slate for the victims and their families? There is none. It continues forever. Even acts that are so-called minor stick with the individuals for the rest of their lives. Families have been destroyed because of actions of others. Individuals have had their lives turned upside down and destroyed. There's no clean slate for those individuals. There's no making something a little easier for them. And it's impacted them in ways that cannot be measured. This just doesn't make sense. How can we look those individuals in the eye and say, yeah, we're going to give clean slate for people that impacted you? I just don't see it. I vote no. Council Member Porterfield, who was chairing the hearing. Ms. Kavanaugh brought up a few points about what's in the legislation, and, and I encourage you all to read it because there are some stipulations in there that tell you with individuals this will not impact and cannot benefit from it. So sex offenders are not covered under this. I just want to make that clear. And also, if someone is working with a vulnerable population, children and older adults, they can still have access to people's uh, criminal background. And also, law enforcement still has access to this. So we just want to make sure that we, we're understanding this is not just a carte blanche and it applies to everyone regardless. That is not the case. I also want to point out the fact that several months ago, this council approved funding for a um, housing in the city where ex-offenders formerly incarcerated people could live, and the majority of the people on this council now were on this council then and voted in favor of that. I find it a little puzzling that we're allowing some people to benefit, and then when it comes to maybe another for whatever reason, that we're going to vote differently. In addition to that, we, I believe that we need to give people another chance, and there's, there are things put in place that you have to serve your time and then wait three years after all time is served and everything is done if you had a misdemeanor, and then seven years if you've had a felony. You cannot, within that time, have had another interaction with the law enforcement. So there are systems in place, there are things put in place. It's not just, you know, you could just get it and you don't have to, um, I, I'm going to use the word prove, that you are ready to contribute to society and that you've, you know, you're sorry for what you did and you're willing to continue to move forward and contribute to society. So with that, I vote yes. The council also heard from Reverend Nicole John-Simone, president of the Schenectady chapter of the NAACP. You know, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do uh, was forgive the person who killed my mother's youngest sister. Uh, Her name was Patricia Ann Bowens, my favorite aunt, (laughs) uh, who was shot and killed in Philadelphia. And I had to come to terms with the fact that the person who killed my aunt deserved forgiveness. And that's something I I dealt with as a Christian. It's something I also dealt with mentally, uh, emotionally, in a whole lot of different ways. And our prison system is supposed to be a rehabilitation system, at least that's what they say. And at some point, that's got to work, we got to trust it, and we got to give people second chances. Uh, One thing that I do appreciate about that legislation is that people do have to you know, wait three years or seven years to prove that, you know, they are willing to be productive citizens in society. So I appreciate you guys seeing the positive impacts that it could have. 2.3 million New Yorkers are going to be impacted if this legislation is passed and be able to have a fresh start. And a good number of those 2.3 are parents. 
How much better could a child do in school if their parent could get a job? If their parent could come out of being incarcerated and actually fully be their parent? You know, so we, you gotta look at the positives of this and stop acting like these kids aren't dealing with the, the situations that their parents are dealing with in regards to incarceration. And so it's having been a teacher as well. Um, I was an educator, that was my first degree before theology. So I was a teacher. How many children were so excited when their parents were able to go home but did not realize the stress that their parents had to deal with because they couldn't get a job. That's a reality for a lot of these children. You wonder why these children can't succeed is because they're stressing about things they don't need to stress about. And that includes having parents that cannot get jobs because they've been incarcerated. And this is the last thing I wanna say. Um, there are certain crimes, no, there are certain things that when they were in my community were a crime but when they went to other communities, they became a sickness. I think about the number of people that are gonna come out of prison who went to jail for having a nickel bag or for selling weed, and they're gonna come out and find smoke shops smelling, selling marijuana and making lots of money off of marijuana while they still have to have a record. So when marijuana and opioids were a problem in my community, it was a crime, but as soon as it went to other communities, it became a sickness. People have a right to be free. Thank you. Finally, the council's votes were tallied. The motion passes four to three. Supporters of the Clean Slate Act hope that it will pass the full state assembly during this upcoming session. Reporting for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, this is Moses Nagel.